Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 326, episode 3 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Wednesday, February 21st, 24, 2024, 2, 2, 1, 2, 4. Good, buddy. 2, 2, 1. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that is? Uh, nope. Only two days today. National Grain Free Day. Hmm. That's that has to come from that. That came from a, a, a company that Comes does from grain big free food. Quinoa or no? Quinoa is a grain, I guess. Big uh, legume. Big legume. <laughs> Probably big, big legume. Bean. Got their their legumey hands all over this one, and also National yeah. Sticky Bun Day. That feels a little bit more broad, you know. If you like a mm-hmm. sticky, bun. I guess that would, that's just a, a cinnamon roll that has nuts on it. Honey, honey, a honey based cinnamon roll. That's always kind of no. Broad. The picture has pecans. What on what looks like on top? Yeah, I, I think those go in there. Too. Or I guess maybe a sticky bun is just a cinnamon roll, and that's they all just work together. Any bun that is sticky, we will take you. Yes. Uh, my name's Jack O'Brien, aka Let's Talk About Checks, baby. Let's talk about airport greed. Let's talk about all the pretzels and bagel chips that we eat. Let's talk about checks. That's courtesy of Fighter of the Night Man on the Discord. Talking about the airport checks mix price index mix. Mm. The Economist has the Big the Big Mac price index. Mm-hmm. Well, the people have the airport checks mix price mm. index mix. There we go. Documenting how greedy corporations can get when they've got us right where they want us folks. Mm-hmm. Not able to shop around. For our checks mix, like I do on the outside. When I'm not at an airport, I'll go to like three 
four locations comparing Chex Mix prices before I finally pulled the trigger. Uh, but the airports, they, they got me. You're like, let me go check. And then you try and haggle. you like, you know, <laughs> over at Hudson Bay, they got them for a buck less. I don't know. Can you do a price match or no? All right, no? Oh, you want me to uh, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Hey, it's Mr. 305 Thick Thighs. You know what I mean? I'm down here in Miami, Florida, and it's great. It looks like the movies, I gotta say. They really, they really nailed it. Uh, Miami, you really make it look like the movie. So it's not like yes. those other cities you go to. You're like, this isn't like the movies. This is exactly that's like the segment the we should remember. Yeah, we, that's the segment we should remember to do in the future. Like biggest difference movie to reality versus like clo- ones that live up to the hype. I I agree. Miami looks exactly like you're expecting it to. I feel like I am coming to you from the location that might be the opposite end of the spectrum hollywood, hollywood. oh yeah, yeah yeah hollywood is not uh the looks on the tourist's face those no. german families yeah walking down hollywood boulevard spirits broken no we've sold you vaporware i'm sorry whereas like <laughs> out like you look out like in miami the bay like there's people just flying on jet skis like laughing yeah. and like i feel yeah. like you know, you open the door to a business and like the Miami sound machine is like playing and you're like, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Where is Stefan is like just welcoming you to the restaurant. Yeah, there's people doing timbale solos on every corner. It's it's really, it's, it's energizing. It's electric down here. If you want to get a t-shirt that says Hollywood Boulevard on it, though, Hollywood is your place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That so and the, many of that one hoodie that says California, like broken on three lines yeah, yeah. with the bear in yeah. the middle. They got those That's two right. for everybody. Oh, man. Like 14 different shops per block. Sell those. You know what else <laughs> is wild? wild? So many pe- so many places down here lean into the Miami Vice color scape. You know what I mean? Like you will see the turquoise with the pink just popping off like in like a lit fountain, a lit palm tree. It's wild how much like and I, I'm guessing because like, you know, Miami, it's all about cocaine and shit. Like how that like that's part of the ethos or like yeah. the aesthetic of the city. It's like, hey, man, we don't, <laughs> we get it. Cocaine did a hell of a lot for this town and we will honor it. Yeah. I mean, how much of the Mam- Miami Vice color palette was influenced by reality versus, you know? Yeah. How much was Miami Vice? But I, I do. They are making wise decisions like the the time the Miami Heat had a uniform that was designed in that color palette. It was kind of one of the dopest NBA uniforms of all time. Anyways, enough bullshit, Miles. <laughs> yeah. We are thrilled to be joined again by one of our very favorite first-time guests, a very funny yeah. comedian. You've seen places like their stand-up special, Gentleman Elf, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Internet flickers is what I call it, but other mm-hmm. people shorten it to Netflix. Okay. Their comedy has hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. Their stand-up has been described as slick, silly brilliance with effortless charm that lets them get away with murder. Mm-hmm. And as as of the last time they were on, they hadn't yet cashed in the murder chip, being able <laughs> no. to get away with murder. Hopefully we'll have a development so there, though. That's going to be our first question, mm-hmm. uh, just to prepare you. Please welcome back to the show the brilliant and hilarious Deanne Smith! Yeah! Hi, 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 guys. Um, I wish I could do the same thing you do, the yelling into the mic, the leaning away. I'm like, I'm, I have some coffee. I'm trying to work on my energy here. No, uh, no you're fine. You're fine. 
We're the ones. Yeah. We're the ones working through stuff on Mike. No, I love it. <laughs> and have I have I yet cashed in on the murder? No, but I'm thinking about it. These, M- these, NY- these NYPD. I mean, the main thing, the main thing keeping me from killing a cop right now is the pressure to write a manifesto, quite frankly. (laughs) I don't want to have to. It's like, you got to have a manifesto. Writing's hard. Writing's hard. I'll do anything to procrastinate. Yeah, there's nothing more (laughs) horrifying for a writer than to look at that blinking cursor on a blank new document. You know, where do we go from here? Where do we go? I do wonder in the cosmic scheme of things, how many murders are prevented by procrastination? procrastination you know <laughs> i'd imagine it there's gotta be a fair few yeah 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 there's like a you know like chris rock bit about how like they they just need to make bullets more expensive and that'll help yeah. it's like it's like i would kill you but oh, i need like a little bit more time to afford <laughs> these bullets and then yeah you probably do some time think about it and then you go on with your day and here's where in years past i would have gone off on a 45 minute tangent about the british coal gas study but yeah. I'm a better man now. So seven I will years just in. say, go Google the British coal gas study and find out why that Chris Rock bit would actually work, <laughs> would actually lower uh, homicides and suicides. But Deanne, we're thrilled yes, to have hi. you back. Yeah. How, how have you been? Aside from not doing murders. Yeah. yeah, you know, not doing murders has started yeah. to take a toll. How have I been? I've been, I think, like uh, the collective consciousness losing my mind a bit witnessing mm-hmm. a genocide in real time yeah. um you know personally i was gonna be like personally life is it. good but <laughs> how can anything be you know so yeah i'm i'm there yes and yeah. i can't stop thinking about it or talking about it and, and you're not heartened by those like very like lightly optimistic stories are like well behind closed doors joe biden does not like what netanyahu is oh he ca- he called bb a motherfucker <laughs> yeah i know you're yeah. like and was ceasefire or did we yeah. just get this like he doesn't like him though oh okay, you know i okay. i am heartened though by the idea that this is, we are witnessing the collapse. We don't need to wait right. for things to be different. This is what it looks like when capitalism collapses and colonialism hopefully is on its way out. It's just a question of building the new future. That sort of thing brings me hope. But it's right. a lot to ask from from a person so anxious that I literally have to take anxiety meds before I give my five-pound chihuahua her anxiety meds when we travel So, because I'm afraid of overdosing her. Yeah. So to ask this mind, this right, anxious right. mind, yeah. to have hope for a new future, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. But I do like it. that you are using the airport oxygen mask rule when giving yourself <laughs> and your chihuahua <laughs> Absolutely. you got to take care of you gotta yourself go first before you can because, take care yeah. of anybody yeah. else. What if you take yours and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> My shit just got right and I went too hard on the anxiety meds. Uh, that's so funny. I-, I pulled down the oxygen mask just mid-flight, just yeah. just for a little bit. Of- <laughs> just pop it open. Like, Fresh air. Com- yeah. They should offer that. I feel like an airline, you know, they're they're getting competitive in very weird ways. I, right. I feel like they might as well. On demand yeah. oxygen. Like, hey, man, if you just want to vibe yeah. out, just fucking yeah. here. Rather than the you thing we all hit? have to do. I could just. Yeah. I already pictured Deanne. You you got like a fucking screwdriver on you, and you just popping the fucking mask out from the top. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck if the cabin pressure changes. Give me this fucking O two. Yeah. Listen, I can see it too, and I, I, uh, my girlfriend lives in LA, so I do a lot of cross country flights. Yeah. And I recently just had the most beautiful stereotypical experience. The guy sitting next to me was reading a book that looked like it. It didn't look like a bestseller. It looked like a little self-published kind of book. And it was about like how to be a good actor. Oh. We were flying from New York to L.A. And he was highlighting passages. And it 
melted my heart. It felt yes. so stereotypical and amazing, which is to say, I feel like if anyone's just trying out oxygen on a flight, it's the people going between New York and L.A. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We need it. Wow. How to vibes. Be, that feels like such exactly. a, sounds like such a grifty Amazon book, you know, how to be a good actor. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I read an actor prepares and all these other seminal texts for acting, but. I need that. How do be a how do how do I get good at it though? Like book this hey, gig. Just just bottom line it for me here, okay? Yeah. I don't need all that nuance from the fancy acting teachers. Just yeah. bottom line it. Can you if you can't put it in bullet points for me, fine. But yeah. uh, could we like do a four dummies? On I think that the real life topic? version is: Did you grow up in New York or Los Angeles? No. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I don't know. Really? You got a rich parent that can maybe bankroll a film for you. I don't know. One of those. One yeah. Of those. Good luck to you. He was highlighting more than he wasn't highlighting. And it was, <laughs> I love that. That's it nice. was incredible. Oh, I've been on that. When you like, I've uh, done that so yeah. often. Yeah. It's, isn't it sort of fucked up, though, too? Like, as you do it, you're like, man, what's the fucking... I'm basically saying yeah. this whole goddamn chapter is good. <laughs> like, yes. if I'm That's highlighting... Kind of- that's me yeah. in screenshots at the moment. I'm just like screenshotting, screenshotting everything. everything. I'm like, this resonates. This makes sense. And I'm yeah. like, I'm never going back to this stuff. What aliens are going to be puzzling over this one? Deanne, what's your last? What's, what's what's one of your recent screenshots you can you can share with? with the oh class? my gosh, that's a good that's a good question. Oh goodness, this was just something I wanted to go back to. Literally, okay. my last screenshot is uh, the billionaire Resnick family has been lobbying for years to start a war with Iran because Iran is in competition to their pistachio business, the U.S. is such a dystopian shithole that it's being pushed, to- pushed toward world war over a snack food with a headline that says California pistachio billionaires funding is- Israel's occupation regime. And this comes from Dr. Understore Cabral on Twitter, I think, via Instagram. This is not uh-huh. someone I follow, but I was like, this right. is what is going on. This is interesting. I haven't heard about this before. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. American Stuart Allen Resnick. Uh, thing goes all the way to the top. I know. The top being pistachios. Yeah. Wait, what? Resnick's the wealthiest farmer in the United States. Resnick and his wife, Linda Resnick, bought the Franklin Mint in 1986 and sold it in 2006. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Hey, but we got, oh, so this is the same family behind wonderful, like pistachios, palm, like the pomegranate juice, Fiji water. Wow, 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 wow. They're the wow. only people who are allowed to officially declare something wonderful. Right. In America. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Andy, UCLA Bruin. All right. Well, go see. Go, go Bruins. Go Bruins. Uh, all right. Deanne, we are going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. Uh, first, we're going to tell the listeners a couple of things we're checking in with in the Zeitgeist. We're going to check in with the CIA conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. how popular it is, like what, what people are thinking. It's it just passed a big one in the in the polling. So we're we're gonna check in with that. We're gonna talk about Navalny, Putin's main foe, Alexei Navalny's mysteriously mysterious death in prison. So I guess not mysterious, suspicious, but not <laughs> yeah. the mystery is pretty It's what manner solved. what manner of murder occurred. How did he get murdered? Right. He died of sudden uh the you know, the Russian authorities announced the cause of death as sudden death syndrome, which sounds <laughs> like the title of a movie in which Steven Seagal plays a doctor who gets loose, like when terrorists take over his hospital. Like sudden death syndrome is 
wild. Wasn't just that a not, Van Damme? That's a Van Damme movie, right? Sudden Death? Sudden Death, yes. Yeah. But yeah, Sudden yeah, Death yeah. Syndrome. Syndrome, sorry, yes. He needs to be a doctor. Yeah. Oh, that's also Peter Himes. He's the person who did Time Cop. I'm familiar with his work. Can it be a syndrome? I feel like syndromes are ongoing. But right. I don't yeah, I don't know, know the definition. I was uh, I was surprised that this was a thing that they weren't saying through peals of laughter. You know, like they reported it, and people were like, "Which is a term that is used occasionally to describe, you know, cardiac arrest." Yeah, rest, or it's like the thing the cops say, like what we've talked about in previous episodes, excited delirium, where they're like, "Yeah, that's how that's how that yes. person died in custody, just because they're yeah. they were just too too, you know." Uh, innocent in our custody (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. so we'll talk about that uh we will talk about new york just took a big hit yeah the both the dumbest guy from shark tank and the guy from who made dilbert uh have said that they are going to take their business elsewhere thank you very much new york uh, because of the Trump fines. So we'll just check in with New York, see how they're doing. And then we'll get our immediate answer on how they're doing because the NYPD has a dance team that appeared on local news shows that I, I had a hard time believing was real, but it is, in fact, so real. real. It's a real thing that they yeah. spent spent money on. There are uniforms. And anyways, <laughs> there we'll, are we'll uniforms. Check in with it. Yeah. <laughs> Neither side of the aisle seems psyched about this one no so we'll we'll get to that plenty more but first dm we do like to ask our guest what is something from your search history oh the literally most recent thing because i knew this question was coming and i i was pleased to know i can actually say the most recent thing was last night around 3 a.m i was googling sopranos last episode the Mm. the season finale of sopranos series revisiting series finale that's right Season six finale, series finale. Mm -hmm. I needed to read about the theories. This is the second time I've seen it, but uh, I was recently revisiting Sopranos on a flight from New York to L.A. They have the first three episodes of season one. And I was like, let me bookend this. Let me watch the final episode again. Is that JetBlue? That was on Delta. Oh, I was on one, or maybe it was, I was on, I was on JetBlue and there's like, it was just so funny to see like, we only got the first three episodes of like a season. You're like, (laughs) I, I get it. It's just to get you through the flight. And I was starting to watch The Curse, the Nathan Fielder show. And I don't know if you've if if either of you have seen the show, but there's some there's some gratuitous there's some interesting frontal nudity in the first episode that was not censored in the thing. And like the person sitting next to me on the flight, like kind of broke their neck. Seeing was like, what what are you watching over here? I'm like, I, it's Nathan Fielder's prosthetic penis. Just don't. It's not real. It's uh, and I, oh wow, yeah. that's an incredible thing to be watching on a flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Victor just said bad show to watch in public. Yeah. Thank you. Noted. Duly noted <laughs> producer Victor. I feel like they should mark it thusly. That's wild that they have it as like exclusive to Delta. Nathan <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. show with full yeah. frontal joke, joke nudity. Check it out. Yeah. What, uh, DM, what's something you think is overrated? Overrated at the moment. I mean, this isn't even a joke answer. I would just say overrated at the moment is kind of like, a feeling of hopelessness and a dedication to quote peace as it as it refers to being apathetic i'm thinking of you know what i'm thinking of former white spiritual ish girlies mm-hmm. on instagram mm. calling for peace for everyone yeah you know just like and that, it's huh? like i don't know i think i think when we're witnessing a genocide we have to 
get out there and agitate and uh, vote with our energy and attention and actions, you know, just mm. kind of sitting back and having peace in your heart for all beings is mm. not good enough. Yeah. Well, that's because I think, yeah, inevitably when you're like, well, what do I do about oppression? And you're like, oh, well, I don't I got to do all that. Uh, <laughs> Let me just let me just send a vibes postcard out to the internet. I meant more like emoji based. What do I do about oppression? Yeah. Is there an emoji I can post? (laughs) That's kind of my media of choice. Direct action. Really, when I just read up on that, I was like, yeah, peace fingers in in every shade that emoji offers you should be good Mm -hmm. enough. Exactly. Yeah. A rainbow of peace, you know, truly. What is something you think is underrated? Underrated. Listen, I also knew this question was coming. I'm being in the moment. But you mentioned this off the top of the show. I was going to say corn checks, which is what I had for breakfast. Oh, shit. Okay. I think they're simple. They're basic. They're gluten-free, which is important to me. And they mm-hmm. feel like little blankies on your tongue. The weave, the waffle weave of a corn oh, check. That's unbelievable. Blankie, huh? But you, you brought up check checks. I know. Mix I was just thinking, no, but I was I'm like... Whenever the sensation for me in my mouth, it's not to let that thing chill on my tongue. It's like crush those little. I I think this the crunch of it is one of the most satisfying ones of the cereals. I take each and every one like a Eucharist wafer. wafer personally, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes. But even if they get a little too soggy, they're just yeah. sweet little blankets. Yeah, there is a kind of a light sweetness to corn checks, also. That you know, it's not. It's not like that's not by a mistake. Sweetened right? cereal. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> that's not by mistake. <laughs> that's folks. not by they, mistake. <laughs> they made it taste good on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. There's 11. engineers and scientists that know the perfect Just ratio of bit. crunch and sweetness. Yeah. That is what our greatest scientists are doing. Like for a while there, they were working on the Manhattan Project. They mm-hmm. moved to the moon landing. And then since then, they've just been making food taste as good as possible. Yeah. Junk they're food. like that. Yeah. Too. It's a mushroom cloud of flavor, dude, in your mind. The mouth feel, though. The mouth feel. Exactly. Kaboom. Yeah. Maybe capitalism isn't all bad. Right? It's bringing us these snack foods. Hey, your words, your words, your words, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we got glad we got you there, though. Glad we got it's you there. Very good at inventing Baja Blast and, you know, giving Dorito, nacho cheese, Dorito, flavored Doritos, the great experience that they give you where you mm-hmm. just can't stop eating them. It's, exactly. it's bad for you in the long run, but, you know, it will kill you. But you'll have that like one moment of like vaguely dissatisfied bliss where yeah. like I think I have to keep eating these forever. And science <laughs> is like, Ugh! we fucking That's did it. That's exactly you guys. what it is. Vaguely dissatisfied bliss. I'm gonna try to remember yeah. this as I'm yeah. just housing snacks. Trader yeah. Joe's usually those guys, those scientists are on top of it. Oh, Maybe they know this yeah. instead of death. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the Trader Joe's snacks, some of them, like, they hit just enough that you're like, oh, these are okay, but not quite as good as other things sometimes. I'm like, you found the exact middle, Trader Joe's. I don't know how. Yeah. yeah. Their peanut butter filled pretzels are so much better than the ones that you get anywhere else. I got to say, Trader Joe's, really, they figured it out. Yep. But they haven't figured out our phone number for those free peanut butter pretzels, so... You know, work on that. Work on that, TJ. I am do have it out. I'm just waiting. And Trader Joe's is an unspoofable number. So I will believe you if you call me and say you're Trader Joe's. <laughs> Hello, I'm calling from Trader Joe's. I need your social security number in order to send you some free stuff. Oh if not, gosh. I will transfer you to the CIA who will arrest you. 
the number just comes up, Joe Trader. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? Damn. <laughs> Miles, big news. Yeah, you're back, you pick up baby. The, you just pick up the phone like this, Jack. Well, well, well. <laughs> Been waiting for your call a long time, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I'm changing my underrated. Underrated is answering any phone call. Well, 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 well. well, well. well. <laughs> Look who came crawling back. <laughs> I didn't have this on my bingo card, or maybe I did. Oh, God. The bingo card. Uh, fuck yes, fuck bingo off card. with the bingo cards, please. <laughs> By the way, I do feel like I did a bad job and rushed past the 3 a.m. Sopranos last episode Googling mm. a, a little quickly. Did you yeah. did you find a theory? I do. I feel like this is another like, you know, the Internet has wrought so many bad things. But one of the highlights was early days, Sopranos final episode, and then everybody immediately analyzes it like every every shot like it's a renaissance painting which it kind of was what did you find anything new not new you know maybe new to me because i hadn't really gone down that rabbit hole before i i have purposely not not read anything by david chase i'm kind of saving that i get weird like that i'm like i'm savoring let me see what he has to say later one theory i liked was that the members only jacket guy i don't remember Tony's at the diner with his family. There's a guy that comes and sits down. And people were saying, listen, if he's really the assassin, he's not sitting there trying to expose his face and let everybody remember him. Like, why is he sitting at the diner counter for five minutes before all this happens so that people can recognize him? One theory that I thought was interesting was that he just happened to show up at that diner and was maybe a family member of somebody that Tony or Tony's people had whacked. Yeah, so it was kind of a spontaneous thing. He just mm. saw an opportunity. So he like took a minute at the bar to gather his courage, went to the bathroom, came back, made it happen. I thought right. that was a great idea. I also had not considered, some people were saying that Carmela, Carmela gave Tony up because she picked the restaurant. I hate to believe that. And I refuse to. Hey, I mean, why? I mean, this sound like, not like he was the best partner. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's you know, true. I get that. But you like, to, you like to romanticize that sort of like mob marriage thing where it's like yeah till the fucking wheels come off i, I probably like- do and i conflate unfortunately i conflate tony soprano with james gandolfini who you cannot help but love that actor yeah like his yeah. choices are unbelievable he just has to be the most emotionally in tune person to be able to act like that i just love him so i right. know i'm supposed to hate tony soprano but i i kind of can't because of that is Jim's the trick. sweet face yeah, yeah. That's how they did it. yeah that the members, the members only jacket, I think, is the most interest, like sort of one where you really think about it, because that's a reference to Eugene Pontecorvo, who is the guy who like hung himself after he was trying to cash out and move to Florida. And like then the feds are like, dude, you, there's no way like you have to stay in it. And remember, he was showing his wife like there's that whole thing where he's like, this is the house for us, babe. And then he like tra- his life, life tragically ends. And like a lot of people, that theory is like because Eugene was a members only wearing mobster that it's like, this is the thing coming back. That's like, that's the more oh, interesting one versus like, yeah, it could have been anybody. I didn't rewatch the whole series, but now that you're saying that, I'm I'm like remembering that that, that happened. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn. Miles is up on his, on his literature. Yep. All right. Never heard of, you know, these other weirdos like, uh, I don't know, was it, what's that one book he kept trying to get me to read, Jack, about the Ravens or something? 
Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm always trying to get you to read Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> One poem, which is a book now about the ravens. That and Catcher in the Rye, <laughs> man. Chaucer, whatever. Doc, miss me with that, dude. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about some of the shit that is happening in the zeitgeist. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. And we're back. We are. And the CIA, the conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. that Taylor is a psyop for the Mm -hmm. CIA to get Joe Biden elected Mm -hmm. is gaining popularity. Seemingly, it sounds like this poll actually raised its profile just by asking people about it. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because uh, this Monmouth poll asked, quote, this is the question. Do you think a covert government effort for Taylor Swift to help Joe Biden win the presidential election actually exists or not? Uh, with only three response options, exists, does not exist or don't know. 18 percent said exists, does not exist. 73 wow. percent don't know. Nine percent. Two percent of respondents said, I have never heard of Taylor Swift. So good for you. Wow. But like, yeah, this That's is the so, most surprising detail here. Yeah. <laughs> people are like, huh? 
What? No, 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 what you're talking about. But apparently, so, but as it breaks down by party, it's 32% of conservatives are like, yep, yep, there's definitely some kind of thing going on. There's some kind of plan here with the government and Taylor Swift. It's just, the, the, to compare, I think they were asking about other conspiracy theories. So if 18% of total respondents said this theory, this thing absolutely exists, they, only 10% were flat earthers. So this is picking up, this is bigger than flat earthing right now. Is CI so no, that wasn't 10% of the people who thought Taylor Swift. That is no, 10% of the res- total of the population flat 10%, earthers. Yeah, flat earthers. Or like a yeah. larger poll about conspiracy theories, 10% was about where the flat earth theory went. And in this one, we got 18%. But I think, you know, the thing with polls like this is we have no idea like how actually like bout it, bout it people are when it comes to how intensely they hold this belief, because it is worth noting that 42% of the people that said they did believe this was a thing had never heard of this theory prior to being asked in the poll. But that almost makes it way scarier because it's such a convincing conspiracy theory to a certain mind yeah. shape that mm-hmm. all you need to do is be like, huh? And they're like, yes, sir. Uh, Till the day I die, yes, sir. I need to interject. Do we think it's completely insane to believe this? Because I wouldn't, I, personally, I wouldn't put anything past the CIA. And we know that they that the U.S. government uses Hollywood at times to put put the messages out there that they want the American people to sure. believe. I, th- I think right now it's hard to see what the what pro Biden messages <laughs> Taylor Swift is putting out. Absolutely, and but, what a what a horrific choice we have. But yeah, but I think you know uh, more than that. Uh, it, it's it, I don't know they, because it it all started with this like stupid right wing thing where they completely misinterpreted a, a presentation by someone who is loosely affiliated with the Department of Defense that they're like, and that means the CIA is doing this because it's like a hypothetical about how celebrities can use social influence like there, there could be social media influence campaigns but the, the yeah. other hypothetical characters in this presentation were like taylor swift and like john snow from game of thrones <laughs> yeah and like they could I mean, leave that part out in their like analysis i guess yeah the more i'm reflecting i'm like well when we look at what's actually happening like what biden put on social media during the super bowl that absolutely horrific red Dark laser branded. eye yeah. just like yeah. we planned it chiefs thing like completely tone deaf disgusting horrifying that yeah. that that sa- that same campaign does not seem capable of yeah you know the kind of more of writing machinations yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i mean like it depends on what we're talking about right like <laughs> if we're saying that taylor swift was created in a lab like i i feel like that is the implication a lot of the time right. is that taylor swift has created a lab and like that they are shoving her down people's throats to try to get Joe Biden elected. Like, and that feels like they're underestimating how popular Taylor Swift is and how like, yeah, that that there's, but if, if they're just saying like Taylor's, the Biden campaign would love to use Taylor Swift's influence to help them get elected. That's true of every politician yeah. who has ever existed and it feels like they are just discovering the concept of advertising for the first time right. like in a lot of cases like they're just and, like what psyop and automatically yeah. ruling themselves out i mean who's to say 
that these hard right-wingers couldn't have captured the heart, heart and mind of Taylor Swift if they tried. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, no. exactly. With just their draconian policies aren't bringing the girls to the yard. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Pretty shocking. Yeah, because well, it's, but it's funny too because like conservatives earnestly will be like, "That's fine," because we have ice, vanilla ice, and Ted Nugent, and you're and Kid Rock, and you're like, "Oh, so maybe you really do." I mean, from that perspective, they do think of like, "Well, we have our people who also are really cool that you know yeah. have have the people's ears," but this one does feel like, to your point, Jack, like I don't. It's I don't know what exactly it is. Is it the paranoia? Is it that Taylor is now just like the physical embodiment of the right wing's suspicions that maybe they're the baddies, you know? Yeah. But it's like, no, Seems like it. it can't be. It's Taylor. It's Taylor. Yeah. That would be the reason that anything that, uh, uh, you know, that would make Trump lose. We also can't underestimate just good old fashioned misogyny. It's baked yeah. in to every criticism yeah. of Taylor Swift. Right. Some of which are legitimate, but it's it's always there. I wonder, yeah. like, is there an act that you like when I think about it? Right. Because a real op would seemingly be like this thing like, I don't know, they're not that fucking popular. But why the fuck are they everywhere? Like, I don't even know anybody who fucking likes this shit. I feel like the pussycat dolls maybe could have been a CIA. <laughs> op, we're like for a while. like, All right, we get it. But like, yeah. y'all are still here. Or oh, they're certainly industry plants for sure. Sorry, can you remind me of a Pussycat Dolls song? I know I've heard Pushing them, but I can't. Pushing on your buttons, babe. Uh huh. Making uh, you know buttons. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Look, no. But Nicole Scherzinger, you know, was the was like the head one, and then there was Carmeet. There's a lot. Y'all don't. Y'all weren't there. I was there. <laughs> yeah, the I was. Like I think I was maybe old for it or something. It just missed me. And don't you? That was their big hit. Don't you wish your girlfriend wasn't hot that one like caught me. me? Okay, yeah. that was them. That yeah. got my ass. I gotta say, <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was a bop. <laughs> Can confirm. Can confirm. Was alive for that. But yeah, I don't know. We or like Chance the like, Rapper, maybe. <laughs> Chance the, the Rapper rap- was. Uh, I I was caught up in the early Chance the Rapper stuff. I, yeah, I, yeah. I well, you know, shit. he's part of that Chicago political machine too. So you know, don't 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 take your eye off the ball. But yeah, it, it's it's a weird like. It was kind of weird how predictable it was that Trump's supporters would turn on Taylor Swift because it does feel like they we we live in like a two like a bipolar like power world like what like in the 80s it was the US and Russia I feel like we are now in the Trump Swift era and <laughs> they just they're the only ones who can exist like they're going to battle like wage the stupidest battle on one another. Right. And I, I don't like the MAGA folks' chances. On the other hand, they they do seem willing to do very stupid things. Yeah. But, Maybe a remake of Red Dawn, but Red Taylor's version, Dawn. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Just saying. The material's there, folks. Just speed it into fucking chat GPT and it'll shit out a script that Hollywood can make. <laughs> it'll shit out an entire film. With oh, like yeah. dead-eyed mm-hmm. cats roaming a wilderness. Yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, we're giving them too much good material. Yeah. Sorry. That's free. Mo- moving on to uh, a tragedy. Alexei Navalny, a uh, brave person, uh, foe of Vladimir Putin, stood up to Vladimir Putin, was jailed for standing up to Vladimir Putin. No, it Everybody was 19 w- years for extremism. 
Oh, right, right. <laughs> That's the charge. <laughs> he was too extreme for 19 years. Ugh. Yeah, he has died while in prison after being, like, moved to a, you know, super he- heavy, what, what's it called? He- like, lock-up prison. Like, yeah, heavy like secu- security. High-security prison. Like, up in the, above the polar circle. Like, they're just... Arctic circle, yeah. Arctic circle. Anyways, uh, nailed that. that description of what's going on here but uh yeah his mother was told that the cause of death was sudden death syndrome which is a vague term for different cardiac syndromes that cause sudden cardiac arrest and death but i think there's near universal suspicion that he was poisoned since that seems to be how russia does their business for the most part and adding to that suspicion his mother must wait 14 days to receive her son's body as authorities conduct a chemical examination, which Hmm. 14 days also happens to be about the amount of time that it would take for traces of one of their favorite nerve agents to poison people with to uh, disappear from his body. So, yeah, it's 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 that sudden sudden death syndrome that, you know, he's been, you know, he's been claiming he's like, dude, they're they're going to fucking they're going to do something here. And it's yeah. wild, uh, like a ton of people, there's like, seemed to be like an outpouring of, of grief uh, for people in like from people in Russia who I think were probably taking a risk laying flowers at like a memorial site. But then like the fallout too is really wild too, because then, you know, his wife, who's like his widow, who has now sort of said like, I'm going to help continue his message, his work, because a lot of people are like, this is like, this is a pretty powerful moment for the opposition to Putin's government. Like then she was like temporarily blocked on Twitter after she said that. And then I was like, what the fuck's going on? But again, obviously, Elon Musk seems to seems to have an eye on Russian interests at times, like when he was, you know, changing like the Starlink satellites that were at one point helping the Ukrainian military. And he's like, let me just kind of pause these for a second. Let the this opposition army catch up really quick. But I think the one thing the Internet can agree on, at least on the wacky side of it, is that. Maybe it wasn't Putin and maybe it was the fucking COVID vaccine Uh, because there are a ton of people who are now just being like, this is is one from this like, quote unquote, nurse who has like a blue check on Twitter. The West is blaming Putin for Alexei Navalny's death. But according to autopsy results of Navalny, cause of death is a blood clot in the heart. Doctors suspect it was caused by the Pfizer vaccine. Apparently, Navalny was vaccinated four times. I don't think a doctor ever said that at all, but that's like, that's just where we're at now. People are just like, oh, that guy died suddenly. Yep. COVID, COVID vaccine, COVID vaccine. Yeah. There are other ones who are saying like it was the Sputnik one that was made by the Russian government that wasn't an mRNA vaccine. It's fucking all over the place. She somehow had access to this information as well. You'll find it was a blood clot. Yeah. That's what the yeah. doctors are saying. That's okay, nurse. My, with a blue my check. sources. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's as, your as source? With a blue check. As someone who just created this story for the purposes of this tweet, uh, it occurs that the Pfizer vaccine is is the official cause of death. It's being said, most notably by me right here, that uh, it was a blood clot caused by the Pfizer vaccine. Trump also weighed in on Navalny's death on Truth Social in a like truly incoherent even for him. He was like, Navalny's death is really making me think about how they're out to get me. It's like, <laughs> wait, you're, don't they? You're like uh, buddies. What with the Elegant. guy who killed 
Interesting. No, no, no. But the, forget that part. Forget that part. Yes. What I'm saying is it's real freaky out there. And, you know, who knows if what, some maybe people don't like my sneakers. If Louboutin sues me for copyright infringement about my sneakers, that's kind of like I'm getting Navalny'd. Um, which, which is the evolution of the sneaker thing now is people are pointing to the fact that Lubit, like the, because those sneakers that he un, unleashed on our eyes over the weekend are red bottomed mm. and that, some of our feet, I'm yes. not going to say who, All right. but they're just not very comfortable. Let's just, just say, say they're, they're not true to size as the yeah. homie said on the message boards. And, uh, uh you guys will notice that I'm being lit from below by a golden glow, like a, the Pulp Fiction briefcase <laughs> that has nothing to do with any any shoes that I happen to be wearing or not wearing. Yeah, but, oh boy, yeah. oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Deanne, you a sneakerhead? I can't say that I am. No. Although no. you missed out, um, you missed out on a cool. I pair did read like a year ago. I got some Onitsukas. Is that oh yeah Asics? That? Yes. Yeah. Do you say Asics? Yeah. No. Um. Tiger, like Tiger Onitsuka. Yeah, Onitsuka Tiger on. is a... Is it also think, Asics? Yeah, it's like a sub-brand of Asics. Ah, okay, so I am talking to a sneakerhead. I will just tell you uh-huh. that these like yellow high tops caught my eye, captured my heart in a shop in yeah. Melbourne. I had to get them. And I'm, I always receive compliments on these shoes. What I hold back from saying every time is these are my coolest shoes. Yeah. But I could see how someone could become a sneakerhead if I'm going to put on cool shoes and walk out and have people notice not just the shoes, but me and project yeah. these qualities of fashion onto me. I, I see how that could happen. As someone with low self-esteem, I can't recommend it highly enough. <laughs> Getting like a couple <laughs> nice pairs of sneakers, a, a nice initial investment, and then you no longer have to have a personality. You know, just it's that they're Makes, great. It does make the outfit pop. Um, yeah. My, my yeah. issue is that I, I can't. I don't keep them as fresh as I feel like they should be kept. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. You know, I'm not that. taking care of them when I get home. I'm not like not wearing them on the street and putting yeah. them on, like, get inside places. I feel right. like that's how people do it. They, I remember yeah. they really those the yellow ones. They're called the Mexico sixty sixes. The yellow with the black. Uh, they really became popular because of Kill Bill, when Uma oh. Thurman's character was wearing them in the Kill Bill like stuff. Ah, oh, like, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I, I, I just feel the need to tell you, mine are yellow with yellow. There's no black. Oh, okay. No, okay. Pure yellow. Yellow and yellow, yellow and yellow. Actually, they're the Trump shoes. They're gold, actually. (laughs) They're bright gold. (laughs) They're gold. (laughs) Hold on, Dan. Let me see them really quick. Yeah, those are the Trump sneakers. (laughs) Oh, huh. Well, good enough. Also, uh, just, you know, not not to make it one-sided, because Trump commented on Navalny. Navalny also, before he died, uh, in, I think it was his last letter or one of his last letters to a friend, commented on Trump. And, you know, Navalny, not somebody who scares easily, like at mm-hmm. the time in a Russian prison, uh, being imprisoned and guarded by like the most famous, powerful murderer in the world. So not someone who scares easily described the prospect of a new Trump administration as very scary. <laughs> so, uh, it, OK, you know, so uh, mutual ad- admiration society, I guess you could say uh, Navalny liked me he moving along. Yeah. Not wrong. I, do, I feel like I need to interject. I want to confess something to you both. I don't mm-hmm. have much to say about this other than for sure he was poisoned. And what a world. Yeah. What a world. Uh, right. But this is all reminding me. I'm like, I'm in my head like, what do I have to say about Russia? And I will tell you briefly about the time I very accidentally 
insulted a member of Pussy Riot. So they were here oh. in New York in December. I have wow. a Russian journalist friend. He got us VIP tickets. We're hanging out. I met a lovely member of Pussy Riot called Olga. She introduced herself because we were waiting for a minute with the our names on the list. And she thought she had inconvenienced us. So when I met her, she extended her hand and she said, hi, it's me, dumb cunt Olga, because something <laughs> had messed up. And I was like, this is hilarious. This woman has a great sense of humor. They absolutely rocked the show. It was incredible. It felt like, honestly, it felt like they were teaching us as Americans, like how to dissent, how to rebel. Mm. This is what you do when your government gets uh, really extreme. It was an incredible yeah. show. We're hanging out afterwards, and somehow, at some point during the evening, it came up, Olga said something like, you know, in Russia, I would be considered fat or something. I don't know how that came up. We're on, we're in a, you know what, we're in an Uber on the way to a strip club. And yes. uh, okay. I was like, oh, that's wild. She, she's just like a very normal-sized person. Later in the night, I banked this comment. I banked what I thought was her sense of humor. And I, and I made a joke that did not land. And I oh, go, no. wow, I can't believe here I am partying with the fattest woman in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, listen, if we shared the same sense of humor, she would absolutely, hilarious. Right. You're taking what yeah. I said. You're yes anding it. You're cranking up the extreme. Of course, this isn't true. I introduced myself as a dumb cunt, actually. So yeah. this right. all makes sense. It fell completely flat. And uh -huh. then I was like, I got to I got to get out of here. Ah, you just jumped through a window. <laughs> yeah, the nearest window. Fuck it. <laughs> it was all going so well. I felt oh, so cool yeah. for, for a minute partying with the yeah. members of Pussy yeah. Riot. Yeah. 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 It sounds so much like mine. It's crazy. I can't believe we don't see each other. Like, <laughs> just like you know, going to strip clubs with Pussy Riot together. <laughs> I mean, I think that's about right. I think some, some part of me just had to tank it, you know? Let them see yeah, you. Yeah. You're, you're not <laughs> yeah. cool enough to hang. You can't. Right. You can't actually read the room. <sighs> yeah, oh, man. That was actually the interesting theory about that New York Magazine financial analyst who got scammed, and everybody like read the piece and were like, "This still doesn't really make sense that she went through all this." And eventually, people were just like, "No, I think she like like part of her knew and just like wanted to." tank her life to like make it more interesting or something to like she was just like i i think i have too much money right <laughs> like some part of her was she's like, like i actually I have 50 grand yeah. like cash next to me i can just put in the shoe box and see if a car actually shows up that'll be kind yeah. of yeah but i think I a lot of the shit story that, oh, oh yeah you got to read the cut financial analyst who put uh i think it was 50k in yeah. a uh yeah 50k in a shoe box and gave it to scammers it's it's got a remarkable. call from Amazon. Amazon said someone's abusing your identity. And then they got a call from the FTC, the Financial Trade Commission, who then gave a badge number and is like, I'm you're in trouble. But now I gotta I gotta bump this up to the CIA. And then the yeah. CIA person's like 50k in a shoebox, a white escalator will pull up, just roll down the window, put it in, and move on with your day, and your everything is done. And they did it. That's incredible. I do need to read this. That's incredible. That's that it's is that is a feeling like you want your life to be a movie. You're definitely asking for drama yeah. because yeah. there's no way that's real. There's yeah. no way that's <laughs> right? real. Yeah. Per, the, the personal finance columnist for the New York <laughs> magazine's the cut. Tell you what she might have been though. Sneakerhead. There she was yeah. with fifty thousand and a shoebox. That's yeah, a lot of that's stuff. right. That's a lot of stuff to have ready. <laughs> yeah, I like, hang on to my shoeboxes. I will tell you that much. <laughs> right, I'm like these, even though they're beat to shit, I might resell them on the market for you never know twelve dollars. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Let's uh let's take one more break and we'll come back and close it out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. And we're back. We're back. Oof. And this this has the record for me for the video this year that most I had the most time, most difficult time believing. Like it just doesn't seem like it could be true. Like just that. And so the NYPD has a dance team. They appeared on a local news show performing a routine to Florida's club can't handle me. Presumably okay, because they thought that the track was about uh-huh. clubbing peaceful protesters. <laughs> it was one of like the performance is like that. That is wild enough, right? It's like, yeah, I can't believe that YPD has a dance team, but they are a mess. Like they yeah. are not together at all. It seems like, yeah, it seems like a sketch. Like it, they're, yeah. they're, yeah, it feels like a Nathan for you bit. Like to get people on the news, like just to pretend you're the NYPD dance team and just see if like a local news station would bite because the my God, it it's like so low energy. I mean, the, the performance has like this eerie feeling like, oh, yeah, these are like people like state sanctioned murderers dancing yeah. for our enjoyment. This is what dance looks like when it's done by soulless people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like 
I'm an abolitionist, but I believe everyone on that dance team should absolutely be jailed for life after the, <laughs> after oh, yeah. the lack of <laughs> rhythm in that performance. Yeah. So they like the way that some of them aren't even attempting the move. Like it's not that they're like out of sync with one another. Many of them are not, do not appear to be aware of what the others are doing. That they are performing Can- in public. Yeah. Can we give them 19 years for under extremism? Crank up the energy, ladies. (laughs) Crank up. (laughs) The clip went viral and was condemned by both sides, the left for obvious reasons, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, criticizing the NYPD's inflated budget, while on the right, they were upset to see NYPD officers like doing anything that wasn't like attacking migrant invaders right for five whole minutes right yeah just like not violent enough for their police but it, it somehow managed to make the national review care about excessive police budgets for a brief fleeting moment uh <laughs> no. they they had the headline defund the police dance team so like the first half of that sentence they had it yeah but then they <laughs> just kept going and that's it but what they have, they have uh, there's so many clubs though too they have like within the NYPD I guess you have to have these little groups in order to keep people's heads out of you know having like introspective thoughts about the work that they do in their place and stuff right maybe yeah yeah, yeah. just anything to and uh, yeah honestly if you are already in the NYPD PD please join a club stay out of the house we don't need more domestic violence in your house so everything right. you can do please to yeah. yeah stay out of your house and keep off the streets safe. Yeah. join a club get them in They've the clubs. Got, They've got a paintball club. They've got a That's chess wild. club. They're contemplating a knitting circle. So they can't be that bad. They do shit you're, you're a normal non-murderer would do. Yeah. You know, when this went viral, they went into crisis mode. Uh, and one of the members of the dance team and the deputy commissioner of communications went back on that same TV show days later and stressed that no taxpayer money is being used for the team. Oh, really? Yeah. So who so, paid for those uniforms, those custom-made uniforms? That was actually... Self-funded? Have you not bought NYPD cookies? They're like Girl Scout cookies, except they're, <laughs> they have like pieces of broken glass in them. Yeah. That's they're little... Yeah. They're, they're, they're old manhole covers punched into cookie-sized shapes. Like, yeah, just yeah. chew on these. But yeah, I mean, the... The obvious problem with them being like, this is just a harmless way to blow off some steam is that, you know, like the the che- the NYPD chess club is not making TV appearances. Like right. this is obviously propaganda to make cops look friendly and arrhythmic, but, you know, like kind of, ah, look at right. the, look, look at the, uh, they dance like my aunt. Yeah. Look at it them felt, out there trying. Did it not feel so much like IOF TikToks? Like we've seen like female yeah. soldiers kind of dancing horrifically offbeat. Yeah. It, yes. It's it just I had not seen anything like that until recently. And then to have these two examples so close to each other, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. It really reminded me a lot of the like a lot of Israeli propaganda. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Hand in hand. And I'm proposing to the NYPD, go ahead and take it. You want to capture the hearts and minds of the people. Put out ACAB yourself. You go ahead and start saying ACAB. Little asterisks. All cops are ballet dancers. Show me the ballet dance team. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All cops are on their chokeholds would be so good. (laughs) 
Yeah. All cops are <laughs> belly dancers. Wow. Ooh, <laughs> belly dancers? Break yeah, dancers? We could keep going. Yeah, well, speaking exactly. of break dancers, uh, another thing that people are pointing out is that the idea of a NYPD dance team is pretty wild because just a decade ago, the NYPD was cracking down on rogue dance teams by treating them as if they were violent street gangs, which at least one expert called total madness. But they... Yeah, like, you know, if you ever lived in New York, like, sometimes there would be dance crews that would come on the subway. Yeah, showtime. do showtime. often amazing routines that, and then, like, ask for money, and you were obligated to give it to them because, like, some of the dancing was so fucking cool. And the NYPD was like, that's actually terrorism. You need to <laughs> never do that again because... Yeah. And uh, it turns out it was just because they wanted to have a monopoly on uh, dance teams. <laughs> <laughs> they were a rival dance crew. Right. They're I like, didn't know about them criminalizing dance. dance, but it it makes sense. I mean, it right. checks out. There's yeah. nothing more fun than running into Showtime when you're on the subway. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. anybody, it, anybody trying to make that experience more pleasant or more full of art and skill? Yeah, you right. got my dollars. Absolutely. This, it, it is wild, though, too, like, because this team, like, They've this dance team has been appearing like in they've been around now. Like they had two local news appearances prior to this. Then there was a New York Times like puff piece on them. And you're like, okay, yeah, this is a full court PR press thing of like, let's just let's try and get the mood up around the NYPD. Look at them dance. Look at them now. Just are there literally no better dancers? Like there's got to be. I refuse to believe it. Yeah, there there ha- there has to be. I think these are the only people that are willing to debase themselves like this to this level to be like, look, <laughs> I dance like I'm I like to dance, but I'm not letting people know I'm a cop like that. Like it's barely. Yeah, get a you know date what? You're right. Hinge. The good dancers are keeping it low profile. Yeah. Cause you I mean it's funny because this has been like a sort of I think this was sort of like an organic propaganda trope that emerged over the years. Like in the beginning, there were just like Truly, like, I guess, spontaneous things are like a cop is like at a local thing and like, oh, this cop can do the robot. And people are like, wow. Like, I remember like 15 yeah. years ago, you'd see a video like, pop and oh, this lock your ass up. <laughs> 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 but you know what I mean? And then eventually I'm there like, oh, shit, like, let's create a fucking whole squadron of them. But they can't dance. So they just uh, didn't have it that night. All right. They just didn't have oh, that wow. night. That's all right. That's okay. Was, They'll be back another day. <laughs> like I, I feel yeah. like they must. That must have been the conversation that happened after, where they were just like, "Oh man, well that wasn't our best look." But I mean, it's on a local news show that like twelve people watch. It, it's no big now, deal. We'll, yeah. we'll live to dance another day. And whoops. You know what's horrible is some of those people are probably feel more publicly shamed for dancing badly than they do for being a cop, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if that's right. what it takes to get people out of the force, let's let's go. There you go. Well, Deanne, what a pleasure yes. having you, as always. Oh, guys, so much fun. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Guys, it's Deanne underscore Smith on Instagram, Twitter. I can't call it X, you know. No. Um, nah. Yeah, I have I have yet to start a TikTok, but I probably will. And uh, yeah, Deanne Smith, the most successful, successful by Google standards, Deanne Smith, that's available. So just go there ahead and go. Google that. And uh, you can catch me on the the Internet. What did you call it? Netflix, the Internet 
flick. Yeah, internet machine. flickers. Internet flickers. Internet right? flickers. <laughs> Web flickers. Um, March fifth, there's a there's a little special coming out. I've been calling it Hannah Gadsby presents Gender Weirdos, but I think they've named it <laughs> Hannah Gadsby's Gender Agenda. So I, I have a little seven minute huh? set, and all the Gender. acts are incredible. It's really fun, and Hannah managed to get away with some pretty spicy jokes about Netflix on Netflix. So that's fun. Wow. There you go. Amazing. That sounds great. Yeah. And is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? Yes. Do you know what? I'm going to just generally recommend the Instagram presence of comedian Mohanad El-Shiki. And you know what? Yeah. I'm going to send your producer his name because you should have him on. He's incredible. Mohanad We've had Mohanad El-Shiki. on before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. So good. You're on top of it. You know this guy? Yeah. He's been keeping me sane. And also recently in the past few weeks, I've discovered on Instagram, Timmins Lisa, that's the username, and she overdubs videos. Like, she'll do, any like, Noah Tishby or Kamala Harris and uh, speaks, gives them new, uh, you know what I'm saying, like a, what, what am I saying? Mystery Science Theater 3000 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of vibes or 2000 sort of vibes, and it's very, very funny, and she nice. manage, manages to make some of this horrific stuff really funny. So, I recommend both of those people. We will link off to them in the footnotes. Miles, where can people find you? Is there a work of media you've been enjoying? Yeah, find me on the at base platforms at Miles of Gray. You like basketball, check out Miles and Jack on Mad Boosties. You like 90 Day Fiance, check me out on 420 Day Fiance. A couple of tweets I like. First one, just this tweet from the Hill just reads like fucking just, I, I can't believe it's real. It just says, Senator Warren, Elizabeth Warren, says The Rock would be in her dream blunt rotation. That's the headline. Is that That's not real, though, right? No. She was on Pod Save, and the Pod Saves dudes were like, all right, who's your dream blunt rotation? And it's like, that's good. <laughs> Glad we're asking the fucking tough questions of a sitting U.S. senator while, you know, we're shipping off our tax dollars and transforming them into bang-bangs. And... Another one is from just, a, you know, Aaron Rupar at AT Rupar is just like a person who, you know, monitors stuff on Fox and posts it for all of us to laugh at on Twitter. But this one is from Newsmax. And the anchor on Newsmax is asking Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, like, what what are you going to do now that he's like properly fucked, like with this civil fraud case and just the vibes of her response to this? I'm just I'm just going to play this because you're like, yeah, yeah, this is this is a, a very serious attorney. And just to set it up, this person on the anchor on Newsmax is asking, like, what what are you going to do to appeal this? How are you going to get Donald Trump out of this? So here, here's the clip. What are your grounds on appeal here? What aren't my grounds on appeal is a better question. Mm -hmm. OK, mm -hmm. yeah. What aren't my grounds on appeal? This is a very serious response to this. Got him. What aren't my fucking grounds? Your honor. OK, yeah, you're not debating your fucking stepdad to take the car out. But hey, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What aren't my grounds on appeal? <laughs> Amazing. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien, Dan White recently tweeted i'm the reason that no planet fitness in the country lets you bring weights into the bathroom <laughs> which as damn white is a very strange person you can find uh, us on twitter at daily zeitgeist we're at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we have a facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com where we post our episodes and our footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode well the song that we think you might enjoy uh, Miles, is there a song you think people might enjoy? 
Uh, yeah, I think this is. I look. I, I want to go out on some some Aussie experimental, just rock. You know, if if you know King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, you already know they're a fantastic band. Uh, but they have this track, Kepler Twenty Two B. That just gets your big toe shooting up in your boot like the only way they know how to make you respond to their music. And I was like, what's Kepler 22? It's like a it's like an exoplanet that potentially could be a, a place that we could all live. So I think it's just kind of the vibe of this like, oh man, I would Goldilocks. live out there. Right. Yeah, it's right. a super earth that could be covered in a super ocean. Uh, but people still don't know what's going on, but it's about two and a half times larger than Earth. But hey, hey, get us there, man, because, uh, yeah, we may have cashed this thing out a little early. So uh, <laughs> hey, take, take, take us to Kepler-22B. Cashed. Cashed this thing, dude. Humanity just turns to each other in 2030. Just smoking up. Yeah, smoking weed. It's cashed, actually. <laughs> this shit's cashed, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing a new planet to smoke. <laughs> Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That mm-hmm. is going to do it for us this morning. Oh, yeah. Back this afternoon to tell you what is trending. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.